everyone. Thanks for tuning in to my channel, The Inspirational Leaders Podcast. And today, we have a very special guest on our show. She's someone who is really passionate about helping people and giving back to the society. She helps people focus on their job search and land their dream jobs. As an internal recruitment manager for a U.S. operations of a large global staffing company, she has helped 6,000 plus individuals across multiple industries to achieve their career goals. The list can go on forever. With that being said, please welcome our guest for tonight, Claudia David. Welcome, Claudia. Hi, thank you for having me. Pleasure is all mine. So how have you been, Claudia? How are things uh, out there in Florida, and especially with this pandemic out there globally? Fortunately, uh, we are doing better here in Florida. Uh, it's summer for us, and everything's starting to look up. People are getting vaccinated. I know it's a little different from other parts of the world right now, but we are very, uh, we feel very fortunate and lucky that we are on uh, the positive side of things now with it. And we hope that everyone else can soon come through it as well um, as we have. So that's great. So clearly, uh, just to start off our conversation, you know, I mean, uh, why not you walk us through your professional journey and how your story has been? Like, I'm pretty sure it would have been a roller coaster, right? But you know, uh, how, how you do get to the point where you are today and how has the journey been like? My uh, my journey, my story is is a little, it's a little unique, not, not quite different from a, from a lot of immigrants um, in the United States, but I am, I am from Paraguay and I moved to the States when I was eight, went to school, had a really tough time getting my residency in the United States um, and then uh, and then eventually my citizenship I, I've been able to get all that but that happened like while I was going through college and and it wasn't the most uh, it wasn't the easiest path for me to take. It took me six years to finish my college education because I had to pay for it on my own with my family. We, I could not get any aid like federal government aid to pay for it. So it took a second because I had to work full time through school and do all these things. Uh, but because I never thought I was going to get an opportunity to go to college, I didn't really have a plan once I got to college. Uh, my plan was just get a degree. So I sort of fell into recruiting after I finished college. I uh, went in for an interview at an agency, at a staffing agency for another job. And they thought that my personality and what I wanted out of life matched really well with what they saw as a profile for someone that would be successful as a recruiter. So I started working in a recruiting firm uh, where I started recruiting for something they call skilled trades, which is like labor and warehousing and manufacturing, anything that kind of lines, aligns with those. I did uh, that for a couple of years. When I transferred from our Miami office into our Tampa office, I chose to go corporate be a corporate recruiter after having my second child and quickly realized that in a year or so in that corporate recruiting really wasn't for me. It's, it was a little too slow uh, to, for me. I really enjoyed the fast paced environment of having a lot of positions that I had to fill, just moving really quickly and just and, and just moving on and getting and being able to help out as many people as possible to find work because ultimately a lot of the people that I interacted with um, especially at the beginning of my career in staffing was, uh, that, you know, getting, getting a couple more dollars an hour, like definitely changed their life for the better. So, um, decided to go back, went into it, uh, recruiting for everything that has to do with technology, 
um, and uh, managed the team of recruiters for a software development company out here in Tampa uh, before I went back into staffing, which is Hayes, where now I manage the uh, internal recruitment process for uh, our U.S. operations. So I currently have a team of about five people who recruit all over our country, uh, the United States here, to find the best uh, recruiters and salespeople so we can continue with this mission of being able to help as many people find jobs and also help our clients find the very best talent for the things that they need um, for their businesses. So this is where I am now. And it's been uh, just thinking back on it, it, it's been quite a journey, but it really has been um, incredibly fun. And I'm excited that I am here now and continue forward on my career. Absolutely, Claudia. I'm still intrigued by the fact, you know, it it has it it has definitely been a roller coaster ride. I mean, and 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 if I were to summarize it in one line, when the going gets tough, Claudia gets going. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, going from you know, finally reaching to the haze in the temp area, and then you know, settling in career and giving back to the society, and you know, helping in this recruitment process and uh, I mean it's just great kudos to you and and as as easy it sounds I'm pretty sure it wasn't it wasn't an easy journey and success has not come to you easily so uh, w- what were you know some of the major challenges which you had to overcome along the way I mean uh, just just walk us through your phase of your life you know where things were really going haywire and what was your mindset what was running through your mind and you know what gave you that power to you know kick back and you know be as strong as and be at a position where you are right now? Excellent, excellent question. I've had a couple of those in my lifetime. Uh, the first one, I, I alluded to it a little earlier, uh, my journey as an immigrant in the United States um, has not has not been easy. I've, I had a lot of advantages as well, but um, I almost got deported one time <laughs> because I almost got deported once because the U.S. government lost my paperwork. And I thought I was going to have to leave. Okay. <laughs> so that one was the first one. And I was in college at the time. Uh, had to quickly not uh, not lose my cool and, and just kind of and, and develop a plan of how I was going to mitigate that and, and just make sure to go back and figure out what I needed to do. So if I needed to redo paperwork and send it in as quickly as possible so I wouldn't get deported. So that would be the first one. The first time I ever that ever happened, and well, it was only the one time that happened, but um, that was the first time that I genuinely could say that my life spun out of control. Even though there were other challenges before that, um, I feel really fortunate to have uh, the kind of family that I have and the support system I have, uh, because they always encourage me to look at things from a different perspective when things don't happen the right way that you expected them to. So it's all it has always been about just what problem do I have? And okay, it's a problem. Let's think about it. And then let's move on. So that was that I could say that's the first kind of really haywire moment of my life. Um, And then later on, as I, uh, as I continued forward in my career path, uh, you know, being being in a situation where I was doing really well in my in my role as my first recruiting role in Miami, where where I grew up and where I lived, and I came back after college. and my husband having the opportunity to leave, it was a, it was a difficult decision because I was doing well where I was, and and how do we how do we make this work? So leaving and and saying, hey, I can just transfer to, um, you know, my same co- like my company's office in Tampa. I could continue my career, 
but realizing quickly that while the people were amazing in that office, it just wasn't the same feel. It just wasn't the same thing. And, and, and realizing that maybe it's, it was time for me to move on and, and just do something different and go corporate was one of, it was a really tough decision. And it sounds a little ridiculous because it's, Hey, it's just a job. If it's, you know, if it doesn't work out, you can just, you know, find something that does. But for me, I was, kind of in love with my job and the people I worked with. So it was it was almost like having a breakup, a really bad breakup with someone you really like that just it wasn't going to work out. So um, trying to figure out my next steps for that, that was that was challenging and had to really sit down and think and think it through of what of what it is that I wanted in my life and and make sure that it aligned. You know, at the time I had just had my second child. So I I rationalized it by saying, hey, because recruiting is, is tough. Yeah. So it's it, it's one of those things where, um, where you know, just it, it was a lot of internal struggles and battles that I had to go through on myself in order to make the right decisions. But ultimately, those those kinds of decisions are the reason why I'm here. So I honestly would not change anything uh, as far as like the path that I took to get here, because I'm in, a, I'm, I am in an incredible opportunity to be able to make some real change when it comes to hiring just in general for people overall. So I don't know if that answered your question, but that's, no. it, most of my stuff has always been internal struggles just to make right, the right decisions. Absolutely. And, and most, more often than not, you know, most of us have been through some or other parts of it in bits and pieces and at different phases of life, you know, where you have to take these tough decisions, you have to call and you know, you have to take a call and then, you know, move on with the life, find other opportunities. And I mean, it's, it's a part of life and it's just, you know, uh, inspirational to know, you know, that how you have, you know, uh, came out with flying colors at all the occasions and you are where you are right now. So that's that's a that's a great piece to know from your uh, career journey. <laughs> Thanks. It definitely, it definitely, it, it sounds, I think, I'm, I think I'm making it sound like I, uh, everything just kind of works out. Things actually have off, more often than not, not worked out. But I, 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 I just, I think again because of the support system I've had, and especially my mother, uh, just the way that she has taught me to always look at things from a different angle when things are not working out. I don't necessarily ever get afraid, or uh, not necessarily afraid, but I don't ever panic. Um, to to put it lightly. Because I just think about things in a different way and try to make the best out of bad situations. So who knows where else I would be if I didn't have a lot of the challenges and struggles I did. But I'm I'm content and I'm happy in the, where I am and moving forward. So finding a silver lining in the cloud that's great. Yeah. So <laughs> okay, let's let's move on to your uh, work part, the business with the you know the actual meet which in which you are involved at. So uh, I mean, what do you? What do you know? Specialize in, and uh, why would someone work with you over the competition? And how do you, you know, bring that value add on the table? What is it that you know makes you the best in the process in which you are? Yeah. So great question again. Uh, so one of the things that I find myself, where I find myself, is the fact that I've been in this business for quite some time. I've been, uh, you know, I've been really recruiting for over a decade now, but in staffing and everything like that, uh, seven plus years, eight years really, and what. I have a unique perspective because of working in staffing, having the chance to work with so many different types of companies, clients, people, being able to place so many different types of skill sets from labor all the way to uh, technology, even executive level roles. Uh, it puts me in a unique position to really understand what the market is always looking for, depending on what skill set they're looking for. So that's number one. 
uh, I am a no-nonsense type of person. So I, when I work with my clients, when I work with anyone really, it's less, it's not about telling you what you want to hear. It's telling you the reality of how you can be better and how you can present yourself better. And that comes from, you know, placing over 6,000 people um, into all different types of line of work. A lot of people don't have the opportunity to put together a thousand people classes, you know, to work, uh, you know, hire multiple, like, I don't know, C-sharp developers that, you know, uh, like 25 at a time and things like that. So those are things that make me unique because my experience is my own. And having not only being able to do this for like hundreds of my clients that I have in the past couple of years, Mind you, I've been coaching people on the side for close to five years now, over five years now, and also been recruiting and also been managing recruiting processes and departments and things like that. So just having that kind of experience uh, in my arsenal is what gives me the opportunity to truly be able to speak to a client or someone that is seeking help. Or when I do a video, like trying to help someone, I come from that perspective. I'm not I'm not just reading something off of uh, like, you know, like off of the internet and just trying to spell, uh, spell out advice. Uh, it's it's all yeah. from learned experiences. And and it's a heavily loaded arsenal. Uh, and it wouldn't be wrong to say that, you know, uh, you, I mean, within this five years of span, you have got a flavor of multiple uh, uh, sectors within different companies, you know, how, how it functions, what is the expectation, what is the demand, how, where things Correct. are moving. So, Having seen that, you know, did you see any change over the course of five years? I mean, is there a trend? Is there a pattern? Have you observed anything from your experience, especially yes. within these uh, pandemic times? Yes, 100%. So for this, and that's actually an excellent question because there have been so many changes that are subtle that a lot of people might not even notice. And some big ones, like um, in the last five years or so, I've noticed education, for example, isn't as big of a deal to people if you don't have it. If you don't have the education, like people are willing to give you like more of a chance based on your uh, based on your experience. If you are someone that um, that 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 has higher education, yeah, they'll look they'll look at it and it'll still help you. But it's it's different now. I'm going to give you an example. I've actually um, I've actually gotten a chance to work a lot with uh, like international people uh, just because I know the process and also went with hiring processes. And I've worked a lot with, um, you know, I've worked with different types of companies and I've worked with CVS, for example, um, before coming on uh, on to Hayes recently and dealing a lot with like um, people that need visas and stuff like that. And one of the biggest things that I notice is that people that have that come and get their master's degrees from wherever it is that they're coming from, um, they're getting their master's degrees. But it's not that the fact that they're getting a master's degree that people are looking at. They're really excited to talk to these candidates because they come to them already with experience. And then the master's degree is just kind of icing on the cake. So wherever they're from, and they have a ton of experience and that's what they're focusing in on. And that makes me excited because especially in the United States, like we don't have uh, like there's not a lot of e equality. There's there's we have a real problem as a society here uh, with with equality between like races and things like that. But and sometimes people that are in a minority group don't have the same opportunities, to, for example, to go to to get an, uh, a, a second, you know, a college education. So being able to 
provide that has been huge. And that's one of the biggest things I've, I've noticed uh, when it comes to hiring. Education seems to not be as 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 a driving force anymore. It's mostly experience. Um, the second thing is people really, I was talking about diversity and and just different, you know, races and things like that. But it's not just something people are saying anymore. They, they, uh, a lot of companies are truly walking the walk and making sure that they have a diversity of thought within their employee population, which is really cool to see also, because it just gives a bigger pool of talent, a bigger pool of people that are looking for work, um, the opportunity to be able to grasp onto some of these amazing jobs that are out there. So these are, these are the two biggest things that I've noticed. And then just other things like, even relaxed dress codes, like this type of thing gives anxiety to people that are looking for work, you know, that are trying to find another job. And it's things that I think sometimes hiring managers don't think about how stressful that process can be. So relaxing like dress codes and just being more instead of having these long drawn out, like, you know, seven interviews with, <laughs> with all these people. Uh, so interview times are getting shorter, et cetera. So um, these are some of the, some of the things I've noticed that change that actually help you out when you are looking for work. And it gives you the opportunity to showcase yourself more. Uh, is, so then they get to know you a little bit better and you're more relaxed to be able to talk about your actual experience and what you can bring to the table, which to me, I get, I don't know if you can see here in my voice, but I get really, really pumped and excited about it. Yeah. And, you know, what a coincidence, just prior to this uh, uh, session, you know, I was just reading about this, uh, you know, equality and uh, equity, inclusion and diversity in the workplace. I mean, it's a win-win situation for everyone, right? Not only for the employee, but the employers as well, right? That's because, correct. you know, it increases your productivity level. You have, you know, a huge variety and, you know, diverse mindsets and thought processes, different opinions. And then you build on top of that, those discussions, conversations. So, yeah, I mean, it's a win-win situation for both. Oh, 100%. The, uh, just fr from what I've noticed, working with some of the clients that, I, that I've worked with in the past and them having these kinds of policies in place and, and really and really trying uh, their hardest. This is it's one of the hardest things that you really can do because you don't also want to just go and cherry pick and just like, hey, let me pick out diversity people and just kind of plop them in here because you still need them to do a job and, and to do it well. So they, you know, being able to find from a bigger source of a, a pool, a pool of candidates. Yes, it brings that in. What they've noticed, though, is just because people come from different life experiences and backgrounds, how that helps with innovation is something that they uh, they they slowly have started to realize because they're not continuing to provide same services or solutions to their customers. And it's actually, it, yeah, like you were saying, it, it, it makes perfect business sense because you then it gives you the opportunity as a company to be able to give more to your clients. And it's just a beautiful thing. I, it, it, just, it pumps me up. I'm really excited about it all. So, uh, I mean, it, it sounds a very interesting journey. Uh, the five-year journey and especially the, you know, the kind of engagement that you have on a daily basis. But, uh, you know, throughout this journey, you know, what was that? I mean, there they might, they might have been a couple of things. So what is that one thing, a couple of things, you know, which acted as a great enabler or a support system to, you know, to guide you in your decision-making capabilities and, you know, in, in life in general, you know, what, what, what has been a great support system and enabler for your journey throughout? Another excellent question. <laughs> Um, I, th I, I said it before, my family, my mother, my father, um, growing up in the United States without really my uncles and my grandmothers and I, really my family was just 
my parents, myself, and my brother. So all three of them, my brother, who happens to also be a recruiter out of New York City, <laughs> he's sitting out there. Uh, my my parents, my both my parents were were professional athletes in our country. Uh, played soccer and volleyball, and they've instilled a lot of oh, like that. That's amazing. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, they were. I'm kind of like facet, right? <laughs> Say what? I mean, I'm saying that's a really different facet compared to, you know, all this uh, hiring and job perspective yeah. and things you are involved in. <laughs> Great. Yeah. The life of an immigrant, I'm telling you. They used to play professional sports in our country, moved here. I think my dad delivered pizzas uh, and my mom made sandwiches, like, when we first moved here. And then my dad bought a truck and became a truck driver. And now that's what they do. They are over-the-road truck drivers. But um, they... Uh, they, they, my parents really, and my brother have been a huge uh, support system for me. And then meeting my husband later on, one of the, my biggest cheerleaders, one of the, the, one of the people that pushed me the hardest to not be afraid. He's always encouraging me to go for it and to be able to, you know, reach all the potential that I have. So he's a great support system. And outside of my family and my husband, you know, um, I, I had a person who, um, he was my first account manager. Uh, when I worked at my first staffing firm, um, Aerotech, his name is Carlos. And he was, uh, he was my manager and he was the person responsible for coaching me and, and, and teaching me about recruitment and how to be a successful recruiter, et cetera. And he did that. Uh, I believe that a lot of my success just in the recruiting area is because of everything he taught me. But more than that is what he taught me beyond that. Just, uh, everything from professionalism, how you come across, like, how how to speak to people so they understand you, knowing your audience, and just and and him being there for me when going through these grim pains, and even today, like we um we haven't worked together for a while, and he's out in California now managing some really big place out there, but he um he still is a constant like source of encouragement and and daily wisdom almost because he's in my head for better or worse. Um, so he's someone that I would consider a mentor and it didn't even start that way. <laughs> he was my manager, but we acted more like brother and sister. Um, I annoyed him probably more than, more than I know. And he annoyed me more than I know, but it was that kind of relationship where we truly wanted the best for each other. So both of us can succeed is what led to me being even better than I could have ever been. Um, so he's a great, great source of, um, of knowledge and just like uh, of support that I've had throughout my career. And then just some of my friends, um, you know, some, friend, I, I, some fr friends that I have who just always encourage me to move forward and they're there to, to listen to me and maybe let me bounce off ideas and they'll be super uh, honest uh, about it and just try to get me to do better if I'm not on the right path. So um, all of these people, I think, are what contributed to my success. And, and currently, my current boss, uh, Dave, he, he is also someone that encourages me to continue forward and puts me up front to make sure that I get credit when, when I deserve the credit. He pushes me to, to speak up so I can do more. So yeah. those are my people. Yeah. That's my tribe. I mean, uh, it, it, it is these mentorships or, you know, these, these roles which you have in your life, which, you know, which pay leaps and bounds. And I'm so, you know, happy to know that, you know, you are going a step further and giving it back to the society as well. You know, you you have you were lucky enough and you had the opportunity to, you know, be be engaged with such mentors and leaders within your course of journey. And now you are, you know, continuing the legacy and giving it back to others out there. So, yeah, I mean, 
pleased to know that whatever you're involved in too. No, thank you. I appreciate that because it is, it, I, I fully believe in paying it forward. My, my life has not been easy, um, but there, there's been a lot of people that have helped my family that have helped me and that I, in every interaction I have, I always try to do the same. And I hope that, you know, the people that I've been able to help, they, they've definitely let me know that I changed their lives and it sounds super corny or maybe even, um, you know, just oh, me patting myself on the back, but that feels incredible. And I cannot wait to be able to help out more people and just help them on whatever part of their, if it's their career or anything like that, to be able to move forward and for them to find the success that they're looking for. It's, 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 it's a blessing for me. And I, and I, I love, I love my life because of it. Absolutely. What's your best piece of advice, you know, for, for, for our listeners you would like to give who desire to, you know, find success in their life throughout the course of journey, wherever they are part of? My, the biggest, the biggest advice I can give anyone is to, for them to understand that your plans are not going to come out exactly the way you thought they were. Things are always going to change and you have to learn how to pivot in life. You got to understand that even though you laid out the most amazing plan, the perfect plan of all time down, the, down and you followed it to the T, it might not work out the way that you thought, but it's, it doesn't mean you weren't successful. It doesn't mean that you can't get there. So just having that foresight and understanding where you're going and just keep going. And if, they, if, you, if it changes your plan, then just change it, but just keep going. Um, that is the biggest piece of advice because things like just in general for all of us, things don't necessarily work out the way that we think they're going to. But if we keep at it, we'll still find success. It might not look like what we thought it was going to look like, but it's still a success. So just keep going. Like do like that little fish in that movie. <laughs> yeah, just keep yeah. swimming. <laughs> yeah, and then you know it, it'll it'll take you through the course and maneuver your journey. But with what lens, you know, Claudia, do you look at the failures? I mean, do you actually consider consider them as failures, or you know, what are your thoughts on failures? Because you know, we have this, uh, you know, what should I say? For the lack of a better word, we have this unending romance with the uh, success. You know, people have plans, and you know, they have their checklists and you know once they be successful these are the items which i'm gonna do i'm gonna buy this i'm gonna do this that but no yeah. one prepares you for failures right i mean what what no what's next once you fail what's next what's your action plan so with what lens do you look at failures and what are your thoughts on that yes so i don't i don't believe in failure i don't believe that you lose i i believe you either win or you learn right so whenever I, I, I guess, quote unquote, failed, I didn't, I don't look at it that way. I just see something that didn't work out. And now I just have to think about it in a different way or take a different course of action and just keep going. Sometimes this, like failures or things that I wanted, like they sting or they, they make me very sad or, you know, they, they just, it didn't work out. So you're sad or you're, and you're, and you're down, but the, I've never looked at it as, oh my God, I failed. It just, that didn't work out. So what do I do now? So that that's that's how I've always approached approached what this quote unquote failure situation. Um, and the, and I believe a lot in growth mindset. Like every time something doesn't work out, is an opportunity for you to learn. And that is ultimately how I, I look at it. That's what I teach my children. That's what I teach people. That's my team. The people that I manage. I, I you know I tell them it's hey if you made a mistake it's not a big deal you can always we can always fix it you know. Most of the time, you can always fix it. So that is how I approach like the idea of failure. It's just an opportunity for you to learn and grow, and that's the and that's in my opinion the only way to live. 
because otherwise it'll it'll bunker you down it'll it won't allow you to move forward <laughs> yeah, it was it was a real pleasure you know having you on this particular episode and you know i must say you know out of all the episodes which you have shot recently this is one of the most inspiring journey and you know the the curve yeah. is the, the growth curve is immense so you know I'm, I'm really you know i feel myself lucky enough to you know to have known you and have you on this particular episode so thank you and kudos to all that you're doing well, thank you so much. And I appreciate you so much, like giving giving me an opportunity to share my story with people. And that's the goal, just helping that people find, you know, something that they can learn from it. Not all of us are on the same journey, but there are a lot of parallels. And hopefully this can potentially give somebody the 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 push that they need to be able to continue forward. And that that to, to me it would be worth it, would, would have been worth it enough to wake up as early as I did <laughs> on my day off, but I'm so happy. Thank you so much. 